Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. You call and we haul. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% luck, 20% Need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up. That means when he puts it down, talks picking it up. Let's go. Who the hell is he anyway? He never really talks much, never concerned with status, but still even in starstruck. Humble through opportunities, given despite the fact. The many misjudge him cause he makes a living from writing rats Put it together himself, got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help, but to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote, his will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds, skill of an artist This is 20% skill, 80% fear, be 100% clear Cause why you was ill, who would've thought he'd be the one that set the West in flames And I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church, I like bleach Man, why you had this? Stupidest verses, dude, is the truth. Now everybody giving them guest spots and stocks through the roof. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. Well, certainly in the four years, four and a half years that I've been in the SEC, Coach Pearl's done an incredible job. They understand who they are. You know, they have a, much like Wilmington that we just played, I mean, when they sub, they get they get better at times, and, and they get better at certain positions, you could argue. But they bring Cartwell in, you know, for Broome, center for center. They, they bring Katie Johnson in at that off-guard spot for Denver Jones. You know, they bring number 10 in at the small forward for Chris Moore. You know, they bring Donaldson in for Holloway at the what? So they, they bring in a true point, a true off guard, a true small forward, true power forward, and a true center. And so, you know, you're getting a steady diet of, of guys playing their natural position. You know, there's, there's not a lot of real big lineup or not a lot maybe of small ball. It's true positional position for position when they sub and 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 their bench points you know are are phenomenal that's eric musselman it seems to me wes and christian that he's done a little scouting of this auburn team arkansas opens sec play in two days in fayetteville we need to look up how bad the starts have been over the last few seasons i did last night i can't remember what i said for Fox, that was my kind of lead-in. They're hoping for a better... They haven't won their SEC opener since 2021. You know who they beat that year? I don't know, but it hasn't even been 12 hours and you can't remember? Come on, man. I know, and I didn't even drink anything last night. That's shocking. Got inspired by our conversation yesterday, didn't you? I've started. I'm looking forward. We're not doing it until February. Wait! Well, I'm getting... I'm, I'm prime. I'm getting in shape for it. Okay. You know, I don't want to shock my body to where I fall apart. I'm, test- I'm trying to go Monday through Friday, you know, right now. Okay. And then, you know, dabble on the weekends. This is a sidebar digression right here. Yes, by the way. Uh, The last SEC opener that they won was in 2021 when they beat Auburn. Huh. On the road. Not that long ago, then. Two seasons in a row they've lost their home opener. Last last season opener. LSU, 0-3. Yeah, last year they started with a loss at LSU. They won against Missouri, and then they lost their next four. They were 1-5 to start conference play. Wow. Okay. One of the years it was 0-3. I think that was the year before. And then the um, next year, or the previous year, it was like 1-2. and two. Then they kind of evened up at 3-3. Three and three. 
No, that was the f- next year with the they get, that was the one year they got off to a good start. Musselman's first year with Isaiah Joe mm-hmm. and um, this is starting to sound like me explaining Mason the NFL Jones. playoff scenarios. Yes, <laughs> and then uh, they got off to a nice start, and then Isaiah got hurt and things fell apart. Yeah, in twenty one twenty twenty two, that was the th- beginning was three losses, and then you won. Looks like nine or ten games in a row. Okay. I'm about that. It's a theme. They've gotten off to slow starts in the SEC every year. All it's right. So, last so, three years. Probably start 6-0 today. Today. This year. They won't start 6-0 today. Uh, we just had Debo on. It was nice. Coming off a really good game. Coach Musselman spoke about him this week as well. He's an explosive uh, defender because he can, he can guard so many different positions offensively. Uh, you know, I think Keon really has, has, has helped the... Debo get good open looks. I mean, you look at the three-point shots that Debo made last game. Um, a lot of them were coming off Keon Minifield, draw a defender, spit it out. Debo feet set threes. I think that 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 has helped um, Devontae. Is, is, is you know, and, and last year you look at the Debo's three-point shooting. I mean, he shot the ball as well as any guard, as as really as well as any player from three in our league. And certainly feel like he's worked on that in the offseason. He's certainly now getting a little bit different looks maybe than he was um, during those first few segments when he was, you know, playing some point, had the ball in his hands a lot. Now you're shooting three-point shots off the bounce rather than maybe catch and shoots. And, and I think Devo can, can get to the basket even more than what he has shown. I think that that's a part of his game that we want to have continue to evolve as well because he's... He's so sneaky off bounce, and uh, he's got good explosiveness around the rim. So that's an area that we want to continue to see him get better at or utilize it more than maybe what he has thus far. All right. That'll do it. Wasn't it funny to hear him call him Devante? Yeah. They don't do that much. I never hear that. Mm -mm. Uh, Are we off TB now? Did you call him TB2 yet? No, I actually heard to him. I heard him refer to him as TB. Mm-hmm. Yeah, TB2 we're calling him from now on. That's uh, Trevin Brazil. Right? Trevin? TB2. Trevin. Trevin, yes. I want to call him Trevon a lot of times, too. That's uh, TB2 is great by me. Uh, QG4? It's Quinn Grovey. Oh. It's time to groove with Grovey with an all-time great Razorback quarterback. Takes it, cuts inside to the 10 to the 5. He'll score. Touchdown. Quinn Grovey. Showing the great athletic ability. Did it his way. Current Razorback broadcast analyst Quinn Groby. Ruben with Groby is brought to you by Bell and Sward at 1011 Oak Street in Conway. From boots to suits, they have everything for the best dressed man. Now, let's groove. All right. <clears throat> Quinn, welcome back. Happy New Year. How are you? Doing good, man. Doing good. I, you know, just went through this this holiday season and had some ups and downs, man. Had to go back to Duncan, Oklahoma, and one of my teammates in high school, who was actually in the documentary Growing Up Grove, he passed away. Hmm, had a heart attack, to hear that. And so had to go do that. And then got back, and my stepdaughter, Kelsey, got married on New Year's Eve. She was one of those 12, 31, 23 people, and okay. she got married at 123. Hmm. And so, uh, so you went from some lows to some highs, but... All in all, man, it was a it was a good holiday season, and uh, hey, ready for the new year. Quinn, I don't know if you can bump your level any, but you're kind of a little bit low. Um, what was the significance significance of twelve thirty one twenty three? I saw. Am I dumb? Did I miss yeah. it? What yeah. am I? Why am I dumb? It's one two three one two three, right? Oh yeah. my god, it did yeah. not even occur to me. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that the other day. I was like, I don't even know what that means, and I just moved on about my day. <laughs> yeah, I got married at one twenty three. Okay, that's perfect. I do at one twenty three exactly, huh? That's right. I love it. That's started, hilarious. Started at one twenty three. And Great. I was a DJ. That's beautiful. That's good. And you definitely heard. Uh, I hope you got some Earth, Wind, and Fire at the uh, reception. Oh, absolutely. You know, all the music is being played, and uh, at some point in time, you got to have people leave your house, so you can't keep the music flowing <laughs> that hard. Right. But Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> that's always going to be on the playlist when you got to get people to the dance floor. Yep. Well, we haven't had John, I don't think, uh, since KJ ended up at Gus's house at UCF, and Arkansas just got a receiver commitment from Texas A&M, a lightly used young man with apparently great speed, and um, just curious your thoughts on what, what you've seen happening with the portal. I think it was a good move for KJ. There's no doubt about it. I mean, going to Gus, 
you'll get a chance to see. I know a lot of people have talked about at one point in time Gus being on the hill and that never materialized. But, you know, now people will get a chance to see what that, that marriage would have looked like. So we'll see how that happens and what, what goes on with that. But I think KJ is reaching uh, a, a great spot. I think he has the thought process of, you know, Gus helped Cam get to the league. And uh, and so I think he sees himself in the mold of Cam Newton. And hopefully uh, for, for his sake that uh, Gus will be able to help him develop. But uh, definitely we knew that was probably going to take place. Uh, but you know the portal is the portal is what it is. I mean, you've, you've just got to be able to deal with that. People have an opportunity to move when they want to, and you know it feels like that linebacking core at Arkansas is really taking a hit. But Sam and Travis have been able to get some other guys to come in and, and really help you out. To me, that's the spot that's really been depleted more than any of them. But uh, you got a couple of guys coming in that that can help you out with Sori and and uh, the, the freshman you got, from, or excuse me, the the high school uh, senior you got from Alabama. You got Brad Spence coming back. So it'll be interesting to see what that linebacking core looks like as you move forward. But uh, you just got to be able to deal with the porter, un- understand it, and uh, cope with it. I'm excited to see what the offensive line looks like uh, with the, the news that hopefully it's good news with the Florida transfer there today, the Mississippi State transfer there today. Richard Davenport was just on us and went on with us, and he felt like it looked good for both of those guys. That could be five offensive line transfers that they get in if they get both of those guys. All of a sudden, the competition for this, you know, for a starting job in the spring, it looks very healthy and looks like maybe the line has been replenished. No, I think that that was the plan. I think when you look at the offensive line, I think the plan was to get five guys who could actually be your starters coming in for this next season, or uh, like act, like you said, compete at a high level. Uh, uh, you know, some of the guys we had on the offensive front last year. I mean, there are guys that can continue to try to develop, but I think uh, the mindset was to get guys that can come in and play right now, and I think Sam addressed a lot of those positions. Uh, and hopefully, you know, if he can continue this and, and finish strong with a couple more offensive linemen, then I think you have an opportunity to have a new starting five, and you've got an opportunity to create some depth from some guys that have played uh, and had some experience. No, or maybe the guys who started last year that returned this year that lights a fire under them in the off season, and they're like, "I'm not giving up my starting job," and they get that much better. That would be ideal too. Well, I mean, competition is the biggest thing that, and I think that what you're talking about, and I think you're spot on with that. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, this will be their opportunity to stick around and continue to compete. Uh, they, they've got a they've got an upper hand being in the in the program, but everybody's got to learn a new offense, yeah. and so everybody's starting from ground zero, and so it's all, it's going to be all about who can protect that quarterback and and be very physical when Arkansas decides to try to run the football. There was news out last night that um, they were going to hire a new wide receiver coach from Missouri State that had worked with Petrino uh, when he was there. Have you heard any of this? Do you, do you know anything about it? I, I haven't heard anything, and of course, being at the university, I wouldn't dare say anything until it was actually released by the university. So, uh, you know, I, I've seen rumors about it. I've seen rumors about a lot of different people, but if it happens, if, I mean, for me, it makes sense. I mean, Petrino's going to get somebody uh, that understands what he's trying to do, uh, that's been on his staff before, <clears throat> that'll be able to help you out. Quinn, let me ask you about the national championship semifinals, and uh, <clears throat> I want to check in on Greg Sankey because, unfortunately for him, not all prayers get answered. <laughs> your tiny Jesus, your golden fleece diapers with your tiny little fat balled up fist pawing. He was a man. He had a beard. Look, I like the baby version the best. Do you hear me? I win the races and I get the money. He was. I don't know if he prayed to baby Jesus or not. But obviously, Greg Sankey was very hopeful for a current and a future SEC team, I'm assuming, in the national championship game. And Quinn, he got neither. But in the process, I think we got a really good championship game. Uh, it's going to be a fantastic game. And, uh, you know, Michigan, I thought, when they played against Alabama, they were probably the more physical team. I mm-hmm. mean, defensive front, offensive front. I thought they were able to run the football a little better. And I thought that they put Jalen Milrow in a terrible situation. I mean, that, that defensive front was doing some twists and stunts. They knew where Milrow liked to try to escape. They had guys running towards him. They had spies. They overloaded, uh, you know, sides and confused Alabama's offensive line, five sacks in the first half. And I I think that put Alabama in a situation where Tommy Reese, the offensive coordinator, was so afraid to even try anything with Milrow. I mean, it felt like we were watching the Milrow 
uh, the first two or three games when he's mm-hmm. about to lose his job. I mean, they were dinking and dunking and just hoping and praying somebody would pop one. But uh, give Michigan a lot of credit. I mean, they were very good. Uh, but I, this Washington team is, is is dynamic. I mean, those three wide receivers they have and the way Michael Penix is spinning this football is really off the charts. If If Michigan can't get to Michael Penix and disrupt him in any kind of way, they're going to have to score over 30, 30 points to win this football game. If Washington gets to 30 points, or I'll even say 28, if Washington gets to 28, I think that that's going to put Michigan in a bad, bad spot. And uh, I expect Washington to win this football game simply because of Penix. I just don't think they'll be able to disrupt him. I think that defense from Washington will be able to find a way to get still a possession or two. And when you steal a possession and give the football back to that offense, that puts you in a bad, bad situation. So I'm going with Washington. I was touting the Michigan run game going into the semifinals, and they ran for you know a few yards. I mean, they had 100 yards, whatever. Quorum had some moments. Um, and we know Washington's defense is not maybe what Alabama's is, although it's obviously they've got plenty of talent and they haven't lost a game yet. Do you think Alabama or Alabama? Do you think Michigan can control the game a little bit more, maybe keep the ball away from Penix a little bit with their run game? Yeah, I think that that's what they're going to have to do. And Michigan's going to be very physical. I think that that is going to be the key. When you look at their stat, it's going to be third down conversions, keeping the football, and time of possession. Those two things. And I think. I think what I'm mean, excuse me Michigan is going to have to get to that that 30 minute 32 35 minute mark of time of possession. I don't know if they can keep it that long, but if they can do that, that really gives you an opportunity to keep that ball away from Michael Penix and what they're trying to do. And Michigan's going to be physical. And JJ McCarthy's very athletic, so I, I expect to see him be involved kind of like he was in the second half on some design quarterback runs because of his athletic ability to try to keep Michigan uh, keeping that football and keeping the time of possession. But if they can do that, that gives them a chance. Yeah, I'm tempted to bet the over, but I'm with you, Quinn. I think Michigan does everything they can to slow this game down and limit the number of possessions that Washington gets to where it's a, a slower pace game. It's tempting to go over, and betters love going over on you know national championship games, Super Bowl games. It's just a lot more fun to root for the over, but if Michigan has any chance, they got to slow this game down and, and try to win it like 24-21, you know, to where they yeah, just don't yeah. give them a lot of chances. Yeah, I think you're right about that. And, uh, I mean, I think that that is the plan. And I think Michigan is comfortable playing with that plan. But looking at Michigan and how they match up with, with Washington, Washington's offense, I think Jim Harbaugh, and I heard Joe Clatt talk about this the other day, and I think it made a whole lot of sense. He was talking about how Michigan and Harbaugh has really had to reconstruct their defense to get ready for Ohio State. And what Ohio State did over the last couple of years, C.J. Stroud, you know, Jackson Smith and Jigba, uh, Marvin Harrison Jr., uh, Chris Olave, all those receivers out there running around, they had to be able to come up with a way to, to slow them down. Hmm. And uh, so I think that may be a transferable experience that may help them with Washington. But those wide receivers, man, (laughs) they're dynamic. I mean, they make tough catches. They get behind you. They can run after the catch. And if they decide to go man-to-man at any point in time, it's going to be lights out because Penix is going to put the ball on the money. All I know is I heard Connor Stallions had a summer home in Seattle, Quinn. That's all I know. So just take that for what it's worth, and we'll see how it goes. Uh, how about the NFL? You know, I saw we were about to go through the list here, and I'll go through it in a minute after we let you go. But a lot of guys are going to rest this week, and I just I'm curious about the thinking with with uh, Lamar Jackson. And you rest him this week, which they're going to do. He's also off next week because of the bye. As a guy who knows what the, the you know the the job entails, what do you think about that? Sitting two weeks. Well, I mean, you know, Lamar, he plays so uh, so physical from a from a running perspective and, and keeping plays alive. I, I'm all for it. I mean, I think Lamar is so locked in right now. I mean, it's just ridiculous what this offense is doing. And I thank him for helping me win my fantasy championship. Hey. But, uh, yeah, Sounds right. like somebody's getting a new suit. <laughs> that's right. But, uh, yeah, I, you know, I don't know if that's going to impact him. I mean, he's going to practice. It's not like he's going to be yeah. sitting around. But I just think it's all about keeping him healthy for the stretch run. To me, this is the opportunity for Baltimore to win a championship because AFC is it is it there's a lot of dysfunction going on over there 
And so I think it's an opportunity for them to get to the Super Bowl this year and, and, and just deal with whoever comes out of the NFC. And I think dysfunction has crept in in, in the NFC, too. People mm. don't know their identity. Philadelphia doesn't know what they want to do. Mm. San Francisco is trying to figure out what's going on. And those are the two best teams. And so, Wes, it might be an opportunity for your, your boys to slip in there. And I, and I was going to ask you, Wes, did you, yeah. did you think that – did you think that – the referee made a bad call in that Detroit Lions Dallas Cowboy game by not. No, no absolutely not. <laughs> that was the right call all day, every day. There were like three things wrong on that play, and they just flagged them for one. Did you see that they're the Brad Allen and his crew? That was what I was going to mention earlier. They're working the Steelers Ravens game. Speaking yeah, of the Ravens, so I mean, I heard they're not oh, doing wow. postseason now because of this mistake the other day, mm-hmm. but they're going to be working a big game this week, and for the Steelers, it's a huge game. Now, obviously, you got some advantages because of the, you know, Lamar's not playing. But uh, Quinn, give me. Was, go I ahead. was just going to say one of the things Coach Kelly brought up. If you're the the uh, Ravens, you don't want to see the Bills in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Oh, they are. They're coming sure. along. So if the Steelers win and the and the Bills lose, then they're out. You can help out. Yeah, that's an interesting point. The Bills are the third pick at Oakland right now, Quinn. So the Niners are the wow. favorites. Behind them is the Ravens, which, I, again, I can make an argument. Certainly the Ravens should be the favorites, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's more challenges. Maybe in the AFC would be the point. Uh, Bills are third, followed by the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Bills are plus 800. Cowboys, 900. Chiefs, 900. Eagles, 1,400. Dolphins, 1,600. Mm-hmm. Then wow. the Lions, the Browns, the Jags, the Rams, the Packers, the Texans. Anyway, I could go deep. But anyway, give me a team outside the top couple that you think have a, have a good shot to sneak in the Super Bowl. I'm going with the Dolphins. I yeah. Mean, they're too explosive. I mean, their offense is fantastic. Now, they had a couple of injuries. I mean, they lost their one or two of their best defensive uh, ends, and Chubb and I think it was Phelan. Mm-hmm. Um, those two guys are very, very instrumental. Uh, I, I wonder if, you know, like Jason Pierre-Paul can come in and help him. I mean, he's kind of he's getting up there long in the tooth. Uh, but this, this Miami offense, is is really second to none, especially when two is, is clicking. Now they beat up on teams that have a losing record. They finally beat a team like a, a like the Dallas Cowboys, and so they get some street cred with that. But I think, man, I, in a one game setting in the playoffs, and you got to deal with Tyreek and Jalen Waddle, and then a chain coming out of the backfield. I think that that is that is a scary proposition. And so I would say the Miami Dolphins, uh, to me, is the wild card team that people should not want to play. You hopefully. If you're if you're a team, you get them at your house, and it's a cold it's a cold cold day. Hmm. I kind of like uh, the Eagles still. I think they're, they could turn it around. I think they can turn it around. <laughs> Who are you? I thought you were a Cowboys fan. What's wrong with you? Well, I'm kind of rooting. I'm hoping that the Eagles, you know, win their first round game, then go to San Francisco and win that game. That means the NFC Championship game would be in Dallas. <laughs> if Dallas won their first two playoff games. So maybe that's why I'm so optimistic. Okay. I don't think Quinn's jumping on board that one. In the past, he's been yeah. pro-Philly over Dallas, but I don't think he's, you're getting him there today. Hey, let me, let me get this call in here real quick from Kurt, and then we're going to hit a break here and let Quinn go. What's up, Kurt? Thank you for taking my call, man. I just wanted to tell Mr. Crowley, you're my favorite football player for the University of Arkansas. I'm 69 years old. I have been following Razorback football since 1962. And not for your achievements in 88 and 89, but for what you did in 1990. When we went 3-8, and eight, defense set a record for points allowed. But I've heard from everyone who played on that team that's made comments over the years that you had your foot in everybody's butt that entire <laughs> year in practice, in the games, and you, your considerable ability – to give it 110%, and that's what champions do. And that's why you're my favorite Arkansas football player over all this time. I appreciate your performance, Mr. Groby. Kurt, that's a very nice call. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it, man, for taking my call. I appreciate that, man. That's awful nice to say. And, uh, I mean, you know, hey, playing for the University of Arkansas is a privilege. And uh, we get a chance to do that. And even though when we were struggling, I mean, we try to continue to compete hard for uh, this state. And, uh, you know, it's it's hard to go 3-8 and eight after you won a couple of championships and continue to fight. <laughs> sure. And, uh, 
We had, but we had some players and we had some fans that continued to support us. And uh, so I'm thankful every day for that opportunity. And I'm thankful to be your your favorite football player because there's a lot of players that you can select. So I, you know, I I don't uh, take that for granted. Man, they ought to have you in there to talk to the team. You're the kind of man they need to hear about character. Thank you well, for I taking my call. Thanks, Kurt. I get a chance to spend time with those student athletes an awful lot. So uh, yeah, I, I, I'm in their ear. So I get a chance to talk to them, and um, and so it's a it's a great experience. And this role that I'm in at the foundation, I'm around them an awful lot, and and get a chance to uh, impose some of that wisdom to the ones who want to listen for sure. Quinn, I was just going to let you know, Ronnie Fouch, the new wide receiver coach at Arkansas, has changed his Twitter profile to wide receiver coach, University of Arkansas, and it lists his address, Fayetteville, Arkansas. So, not that it's official, but that That's looks official. pretty official. <laughs> Go with that. <laughs> Sounds like it. That's how we find about, out about most things nowadays, Petrino, right? Petrino, that's how yeah. we figured out that was a done deal. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Got the grandkid out there doing the woo pig. Yeah. Yep. All right, Quinn. We appreciate the time, buddy. Uh, congratulations on your uh, your win in your fantasy league. I was out in about week three once um, yep. Jefferson went down for the Vikings, and I was like, "Well, that was fun. Well lasted." Yep. So. Hey, um, hey, just far, get out of here, man. I just want to say thanks to Eric Schwartz and Bell and Schwartz for sponsoring this uh, segment. I mean, it's been an awesome experience. And uh, I'm telling you out there, you folks in Conway, Little Rock, Central Arkansas, if you if you want to get your wardrobe right, get on over to uh, Eric Schward and Bell and Schward, and they'll get you get you taken care of in Conway. All right on Oak Street. Is this the last? Is this our last segment for the year? I think so. Ah, no! Oh my gosh! Boo! Who did this? <laughs> okay, that's fine. Well, it's fun, man. We really appreciate you. It's been great all season long, even when a tough year, and we got better days ahead, my friend. Hopefully, we can do it again next season. That's right. Hopefully we can, man. I appreciate you guys. Love being on the show. All right. Thanks, Quinn. Appreciate Later. you. All right. See you. All right. Quinn Groby, the QB. Hmm. It's uh, 1132. Hit a break. Come back. Dr. O'Malley going to join us from UMS on the other side of the break. Talk to James Miller out of Guatney Chevrolet yesterday and some good things happening at Guatney Chevrolet this month. They're starting the new year off right and they're helping you start off the new year in a new car. If you have a 2010 vehicle or newer, they have some extra cash for you. $2,250. $2,250 extra rebate. Now that's on top of all the other rebates and deals you get. That's just on your trade-in. An extra twenty two fifty if you have a 2010 newer vehicle or newer vehicle that you're trading in. The no payment for 90 days still going on at Guatney Chevrolet. Great selection of vehicles. Go to the website, GuatneyChevrolet.com. Take a look at all the inventory. Pick out the car you want. Then go to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Ton of Silverados. Great deals on those trucks still. The Equinox plus a great selection of previously owned vehicles. It's all happening in January at Guatney Chevrolet. Long, don't you give me 103.7 The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Kaufman by Design West, Guatney Chevrolet, Guatney Buick GMC, Arcare, and Parker Cadillac. Sports Center. Arkansas football has reportedly found their next wide receivers coach as they are expected to hire Missouri State co-offensive coordinator Ronnie Fouch. Fouch previously worked under Bobby Petrino at Louisville and Missouri State. In college basketball yesterday, Central Arkansas beat champion Christian 120-54. They are led in scoring by Maumel native Carl Daugherty Jr. who had a career-high 29 points. Their next game will be on Saturday against North Alabama. Tonight in college basketball, Little Rock will host SIU Edwardsville at the Jack Stevens Center. Both teams are currently 1-1 one one in Ohio Valley Conference play. Tip is set for seven. Coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. And Arkansas State also plays tonight as they host Georgia Southern in Jonesboro. Tip for that game is set for seven. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in their New Year's Auto Loan Special. Listen close. Offer ends January 31st. 3.99% interest on 22, 23, and 24 models. No payments for 90 days or up to 84 months financing. Don't delay. The Alcoa Community FCU New Year's Auto Loan Special with rates as low as 3.99% ends January 31st. Get pre-approved online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Serving Celine, Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. 
Jimmy Carter won't appear on any list of the all-time greatest presidents, but he might be the leader for the best post-presidential career. Carter and his wife Rosalind, who died recently at the age of 96, turned their backs on making millions, choosing instead to build houses for the poor, contributing to fair elections around the world, quietly advocating for the hurting, for the less fortunate, and for the mentally ill. The Carters lived out their faith in a way that we should all emulate. Are you looking for a great place to work? Go to DoubleBees.com and apply online. We are looking for a few good men and women. DoubleBees. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's DoubleBees. You never know what's going to happen in the zone. The big week of the tide are going down. Are you ready, Eddie, or not? Let's freaking go. Well, he's not the brightest tool in the shed. Or the sharpest. Let's see what the guys are up to today. She touched by me in painted on jeans. Open for business. Is that news? No. No, it's not news. I got some news for you, though. Listen, uh, 38 Special's coming. I heard Roger Scott talking about how that's one of his favorites. And I was like, sounds about right. You seem like classic rock kind of do, Roger. February 17th. You see, here's what you do. You slide in to your your favorite person, and you go, hey, got your gift. February 14th, boom, here's your gift. Going to 38 Special. Boom. That's a gift for you and, and them. Everybody wins. Then you go take them to dinner at the Oak Room or name and restaurant. I don't Mainline care. Mainline Sports Bar. Fine. That's fine. That's cool. Go over the Bugler. Lots of options. We're just going out and have a couple cocktails. Whatever you want to do. Stay the night. Stay the night. Oaklawn.com. Book your rooms. Maybe give them a little Astral Spa. Astral Spa plus 38 Special plus a dinner at the Bugler equals... You know what that equals. It's Oakland, folks. Live racing's back, too. Back this weekend. Had a great four-day weekend over the uh, January 1st holiday. That's also called New Year's Day to some, some of you. <laughs> anyway, uh, lots of fun things to do at Oakland. Doesn't matter if you're a big gambler or not. If you like to eat, you like to have fun, you like to stay, you like to relax, you like to enjoy yourself, go see our friends at Oakland. You like to have a bad time, go somewhere else. Dr. O'Malley is on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Happy New Year, Doc. How long can I do that? February 1st, or uh, what's our cutoff? No, I think you can do it for probably the next week or so, right? Okay. I think it's still happening. I think you can do it the first time you ever talked about somebody in the year. So if you see somebody like in March, just be like, Happy New Year. Nah, bro, I don't think so. I, no. think, I think, yeah, okay. There's the a cutoff's probably like two weeks. Okay. All right. That's cool. Well, anyway, Happy New Year to you, Doc. Appreciate you. Yeah, guys. Let's talk about some uh, some negative things like injuries and stuff, but you can always fix them back up. I mean, almost, almost always, at least. Almost uh, always. Trevor Lawrence is the key figure this week because the Jags are trying to lock up an AFC South division title, and they uh, certainly would like to have their starting quarterback for that particular game. Meanwhile, you got the Texans and the Colts, and um, it's an interesting matchup there. Anyway, we got a three-way tie, kind of, but the Jags have the tiebreaker. So what uh, what's he dealing with right now, and what are your expectations for him being back this week? I mean, it sounds like he's back at practice, like he's got the strain of that shoulder. Uh, my guess would be that there's, I think there's a reasonable chance he plays this week, and then um, I think for next week for sure, it sounds like he'd probably be playing for sure. So uh, I think that, that that sounds like the recovery, he's, he's progressing appropriately. So we'll kind of see. I bet he plays this week, though. Okay. Who is the other guy? I went brain dead. Well, we were talking about Brazil has been an ankle, maybe? No, a battle. Caleb battle. Oh, yeah, Caleb. Rolled his right. ankle in practice. Trying to get yeah, him back they, for this week. Yeah, I mean, that's one of those things, right? It's hard to know on those ankles. You look at um, all these ankle injuries we see. Sometimes they come back really quickly, but uh, the problem is it's really hard to take some of these basketball players and give them the stability. With some of our football players, we can take them up a lot more. Um, and they they're still feel like they can play at a high level. Basketball players, the way they cut 
it's just really hard to take them and give them the really stability, but then also then feel comfortable going out and playing to the level that they want to, that they can. And so sometimes it takes a little bit longer, particularly for basketball players to come back. So maybe one of those things he comes back in a week, it may take a little longer depending on how bad that sprain is to that ankle. Last time I was keeping up with Providence and Seton Hall, and Providence lost the game, but they may have lost their best player, Bryce Hopkins, for a while. It was very awkward, I would say, at best. Uh, his his injury, Could you did you see it? Do you have any I idea? Did. Trying to look it up right now. Um, he tore his ACL. Oh, it's oh. done. Yeah. They said that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was afraid of that. It was one of those yeah. where he was kind of awkwardly really awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just, yeah, yeah. It's a very yeah. You watch the play, and he just kind of gives out on him, and it, that's that what we call with our ACLs a non-contact pivoting injury. He just pivoted right on that knee, and that's what we see, particularly in our soccer players. Uh, and they injure that ACL just from twisting, and it just gives out on them. Um, and so that's that's it's not as typical with that sort of play if you watch the watch the video, but um, that's very common, and that's actually the more common way to tear your ACL than a direct contact to the knee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no more dancing for me if it twists like that. Pop, gone. When's the last time you danced? Uh, that, I've not, had a few dancers tear their ACL, so that's, that's been done before. Uh, Doc, I want to throw you a curveball here. We didn't talk about this one in advance, but I'm sure you've dealt with this a lot over the years, especially with the type of injury, with the type of player. But uh, I was trying to figure out why the line was so small in a must-win game for Tampa to clinch a division against a Carolina team that is the worst in the NFL at covering the spread. And apparently Baker Mayfield is in question about playing this week with a rib injury. He got beaten up a little bit in the Saints' loss. And I know they are very, very motivated to win this week. Uh, but I think the line was five and a half, which had me scratching my head because there's still like an 80% chance to win the game on the road against the Carolina team that's so bad their owner's throwing drinks on people. What uh, what do you think his odds are of playing effectively with um, a rib issue? Yeah, it all depends on where. Um, you can try to block it. I remember, I think it was Tyrod Taylor a few years ago. They, like, dropped his lung when they were trying to yes. numb his, his his broken rib. Yeah. Um, so that's really the treatment that you have for them. And it can be very effective. What's called an intercostal block. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I think that there's a reasonable chance. I mean, Baker Mayfield's a pretty tough guy. I expect him. I would guess that he's probably going to try to play. Um, but the question would be, do they try to block and do they take that risk? Um, but if they're trying to win a division, he'd probably be willing to take the risk of trying to block so he doesn't hurt. You can play through it. There's no like you're not worried about it making it worse. It's just a matter of can he play and how does he does how does he even play even with the block. Jalen Waddle with the uh, Dolphins had a high ankle sprain against the Cowboys a couple of weeks ago. He's not expected to play this week against the Bills, but they're hoping uh, he's back for the playoffs. Is that timeline four weeks about right for a high ankle sprain? It is, yeah. Like as we talked about high ankle sprains before, they're not all the same. Um, we like to use the term high ankle sprain when it's a bad ankle sprain, even if it's not a true high ankle sprain, because everybody expects high ankle sprains to take a while to come back. And a while is four weeks pretty reasonable. That's probably on the early end from a high ankle sprain. I mean, that could be up to six to eight weeks, depending on how bad the high ankle sprain is. So, um, yeah, him, him, them holding him out the next two weeks is not unreasonable to hopefully have him ready for the playoffs. When you say we like to use that term for just a bad ankle sprain instead of a high ankle sprain, just to, you know, let people know how long the guy is going to be out and maybe the timeline changes a little bit. Does any high-profile quarterback come to mind that that's happened to in the past? Uh, I'm trying to think. Can you think of any? Patrick yeah. Mahomes. Well, Wes calls it the Mahomes. I think Waddle's just not as tough uh, yeah. as Mahomes. Oh, yeah, Mahomes, next week. yeah, Mahomes was definitely not a high ankle frame um, on his. I can guarantee you. There's no way. You watch the with what? Was that last year? Yes. That it was like a week. God, Wes has been beating him up for a whole year over it. Dear Lord. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, you're, you're yeah, as bad as a pigskin like holding grudges. Let I've it go. I'm taking it easy on him. His receivers are so bad. I feel kind of bad for him. Hello, I have a high ankle sprain. They paid him so much money. That's his fault. So, <laughs> they have more money. They could have better receivers. Yeah. He took too big of a contract. His wife's a loon. He sounds like a muppet. The guy's dealing with a lot of stuff. You know, give him a break, Wes. If he says it's a high ankle sprain, let him be. I have. I haven't mentioned it in months. Hello, I have a high ankle sprain. It hurts real in your bad. Throat. <laughs> <laughs> Not that high. Uh, all right, Doc, I appreciate it. Um, oh, wait, I got yeah. one for you. Oh, I'm sorry, Doc. The, hey, Doc, uh, stick around. Southern Structural Solutions text line. Ask Doc about a calf strain slash tear. Teen basketball player strained it 
10 days ago oh, yeah. and not improving suggestions. Oh, the old gastrocnemus, yeah. Doc. Talk to me. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, that's The gastrocnemus and the soleus are the muscles that, that attach to the heel cord, the Achilles tendon, and that is very common in our basketball players. And unfortunately, it could be three, four weeks to come back from that. It, 10 days is not... Uh, it can take time, and at 10 days, they may not be ready to come back. The problem with that type of injury, any sort of muscle strain like we've talked about before, is they can keep re-injuring it if they're not close to 100% when they mm-hmm. come back. And so they got to get good therapy. they got to get good stretching, um, and you got to get that muscle time for it to heal. Um, and then 10 days often is not long enough um, for them to be able to come back from that type of injury if it's like a grade 2 or grade 3, if on the severe side. Um, and so it may take multiple weeks. Um, but we have really good foot and ankle doctors if he needs to see somebody um, to, to be evaluated for that. Oh, I was going to ask you about one other injury. Uh, my kid's got some weird thing, and I'm going to try to remember what it was. Some lower back injury, and the doctor was basically like, it's not going to heal, and you can play on it. You're not going to risk any further injury. So basically, it's like, how much can you play with the pain? He's kind of soft, so I don't know how much you'll be able to play. But the question is, are you familiar with this? It's called a... I'm like honest. a bars defense? That sounds right. Yeah. So that's just where you, you see it, particularly like on our um, gymnasts get it. We also see it in when you're lifting really heavy. Uh, it's a little breakdown of a part of the, the part of the spine, a part mm-hmm. of the, the vertebral body. Um, and it's one of those, like most of the time, you just say you can rest it or you can play through it. And if they want to play through it, it's fine. Um, but a lot of times once they stop the activity, it gets better. Very seldom does, do they need surgery for it. And sometimes it can be just like kind of a, uh, a, a, something they were born with. That just becomes symptomatic as they're playing something like line in football and heavy lifting um, gotcha. can cause it to flare up. If they stop, it'll probably get better. So what you're telling me is it's genetic one way or the other. Either he's soft or he's genetically flawed. So uh, you're telling me I'll one of those two. Either one flawed, of those came from me. Flawed, so I'm going to blank you. Uh, he's, not, he's not tough because of me either. I can tell you that much. That's for sure. So, so either way, it's your fault. Right, exactly. You're getting it. You're picking up what I'm putting down. I appreciate that. Anyway. Yep. Yep. Uh, Doc and his uh, folks, they can certainly take good care of you. As he mentioned already, they've got great uh, specialists at all their locations, Autumn Road, Colonel Glenn, Shackelford West, and uh, you can get same-day or next-day appointment, 501-526-1046, and you can find them online at umshealth.com slash orthopedics. Doc, thank you for the time. Talk to you in a couple weeks. Thanks, guys. All right. When we come back, I'm going to take my beating from the mayor. Mm. Yeah. Uh, we will take a break, and when we return, we'll get into that and uh, let him let him have his have his moment in the sun after my cyclones got buried by his Memphis Tigers. Ugh. Great news. Stocking stuffers at Bell and Sword in Conway. Ah, this is Joseph Pena of the Arkansas basketball team. Are you shopping for Christmas gifts? Bell and Sword has everything for men. Athleisure from Bory, PJ and hoodies from Saks, Cologne, Basque, Epoch. Clothing, Peter Millar and Johnny L. Quality, Martin Dingman. Leather goods and shoes. Expert staff with free gift wrapping. Bell and Sword, 1011 Oak Street on Facebook and Instagram. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Big Joe. Joe Klein, 62 today. If you go buy Corky, tell him happy birthday. He has great skin. Tomorrow, Roger's going to be a busy show. Shannon Lynn, the music man, coming by. Oh, I love that show. Dan Hampton, NFL Hall of Famer. Go Hogs. And Danny West and Heather Baker, all Woo. tomorrow. Hey, listen, the pickleball experts are coming by to hang out with us. I'm going to show you my backside. issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. 
Just go to ramp.com slash sports. Ramp.com slash sports. R-A-M-P dot com slash sports. As MNB continues to grow, we want you to know the one thing that will never change is the way we do business. We still make the process of securing a loan simple and straightforward with a staff of experienced and professional loan officers. MNB has a variety of products and services to fit your individual requirements. Whether it's buying a new home, starting a new business, or expanding your business, our rates are extremely competitive. You keep moving forward. At MNB, we've got your back. Check us out at mnbbank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Central Termite and Pest Control has been providing reliable and professional pest control services for Arkansans since 1957. Locally owned and operated with the goal of giving you the latest in termite and pest control solutions with the safety of your family and pets, their top priority. You place a premium on your property and home, and so do the folks at Central Termite and Pest Control. To see what they can do for you, visit centraltermite.net. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. If you're looking for sports and entertainment, then look no further. You're in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. I see the hotline hot. That means the mayor's coming in. To visit with us. Let me squeeze Rebecca in real quick before we get him on. What's up, Rebecca? I wish y'all would quit hating on my quarterback. Not y'all. First of all, Wes Moore, Rebecca. Wes Moore. Wes, Wes wasn't the one trying to imitate him, but anyway. <laughs> he does sound like Kermit the Frog, and you know it, and stop it. Sort of. He does, but come on, Or y'all. Jeff Long, I mean, that, if you that, prefer. That injury was last year. It was Hello. surreal. You could tell he was in pain every time he moved. And B, as far as the receivers, I've told y'all before, that is on Brett Veach and Andy Reid because Brett Veach tries to get by as cheaply as he can with the other players. Patrick is always willing to restructure his contract so mm, other people can get played and paid, and that is a fact. Mm. You yeah. can look it up. Okay, he's, give he's, me forty million now, so that uh, and I'll you know take a little off what I make in a couple get, of days. He's no Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani's only taking two million a year for the next like eight years, and, and then much, and he's going to get like two hundred million the last getting, this year. Dak's getting the bunch. He's a starting quarterback. I, I'm telling you, Dak. I'm, I'm Dak. I'm telling you. This is on Veach. Our receiver's problem is on Veach. Veach and Reed said last year, okay, we won it last year without Tyreek. We'll do it again without Tyreek. I don't know what I care about less. Wes making fun of Mahomes or you complaining about Wes making fun of Mahomes about something that happened a year ago. (laughs) But I love you, Rebecca. Happy New Year. We'll talk later. I love y'all, too. Bye-bye. Goodbye. The mayor's standing by on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. And to the victors, go the spoils and the mayor is the victor mayor scott congratulations to you and your alma mater and the big victory and your free lobster coming up courtesy of me over at cash restaurant <laughs> well thank you so much the iowa state cyclones did a, a great job i was huh? i was getting a little nervous <laughs> towards the end i thought they were going to come back after i decided to beat them throughout the first three quarters um but really excited about it. i thought it was a really cool team hopefully um, my alma mater gets the opportunity to join the Big 12 uh, mm. with you guys. Uh, yeah. want, you know, that's a, that's a big pursuit. Uh, President uh, Hargrave, who's also from Arkansas. Okay. I uh, don't know if you knew that, uh, the president of the University of Michigan. So it was great to watch those guys. Some, some great football. Really excited about Monday coming up, yeah. watching Washington uh, and uh, Michigan. It's going to be a pretty cool game. No doubt. Well, I will tell you, Cash Restaurant, certainly their food is great, and it tastes even better when it's free. So uh, you're going to really have a good time. I'm looking forward to it. I told Wes I was going to make you sit there for the whole hour while we were eating, listening to me complain about the trolleys, but maybe I'll give you a break. Uh, it was it was fun, though. And and the thing is, I don't know why Iowa State's defense decided not to play that well, but you got to give a lot of credit to the uh, Memphis staff. They certainly exploited what Iowa State apparently was willing to give up, which I didn't know was anything defensively. So, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a lot of fun, and I'm happy for them. Who do you like in the championship game Monday? Uh, I, I really don't know right now. Uh, that there's been I'm, I'm a big Michigan fan as well. Okay. Um, growing up watching them, um, and also a big Nebraska Cornhusker fan. Oh, of course, I'm an Arkansas Razorback fan. Uh, so uh, leaning towards Michigan, I think they'll get the win. But you got to root for uh, Pinnock. I think he should have been the Heisman Trophy winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, he clearly is the most valuable player. Uh, in the NCAA right now, and so I think that, you know he's clearly going to show out. Uh, but I think Michigan's defense uh, will be able to contain him a little bit. 
I like that. See how he walked the line? That's why he's a great politician. Mm-hmm. You see, he's like, I don't really want to make a pick, but, you know, I like both teams. They're both great. He was nice to Iowa State when they gave up a million yards to Memphis. So that's cool. All right. Well, let's talk about uh, what's going on at the city. Kind of a look back on 23, if you would, Mayor. And uh, I'm sure there are plenty of things you were happy about and proud of. And, again, we all have an eye towards the future with all the things going on from a construction development and planning standpoint for 24 and beyond. Well, great. Well, the first thing that I really want to spend some time on is that in 2023, uh, we saw violent crime significantly go down um, overall within the city of Little Rock. And we also saw our homicides go down a net 25%. Uh, so I want to give a big ups to the men and women of Little Rock Police Department, as well as the city's holistic community violence reduction plan that's been, that has been in action. And we really are seeing those results. Uh, so really big ups again to the men and women of Little Rock Police Department. Secondly, you've seen a lot of the construction that's going on in downtown Little Rock and a lot of plans that we have with our first ever downtown master plan uh, alongside our ambassadors that we brought back uh, to downtown to help with a lot of the kind of concierge service for not only the residents but the tourists that are coming to downtown Little Rock. We clearly are seeing uh, continued historic jobs growth. Since 2019, we've seen close to 11,000 new jobs, particularly in this uh, quarter four of 23. Uh, which was a monumental job announcement with the South Falcon Jet expanding a 50-year relationship that's netting us close to a thousand new jobs and a hundred million dollars in investment. And so we want to continue to focus on uh, how we continue to keep our city clean and safe, uh, showing the economic vibrancy that we've been seeing over the past few years, and continue to reel that in. But most importantly, the quality of place. And what we want to continue to do is focus on how we can continue to knit that together for our city. Uh, we're not going to have you on again before Martin Luther King Day, and I know there are uh, plenty of events around town. Anything specific you want to uh, promote on that one? Sure. Uh, we give a annual MLK Unity Day service on Sundays, the Sunday before MLK Day. Uh, this, uh, well, the Sunday, January 14th, uh, we'll host our annual MLK Unity service at 5 o'clock at St. Mark Baptist Church. Um, the keynote speaker will be Dr. Regina Stewart, and I want to invite everyone in the city to please join us at St. Mark Baptist Church. We have uh, ecumenical service of, of all different faiths and backgrounds uh, at this particular Unity Day to show unity uh, in the, the ideals of Dr. King. Very good. All right, we're up against it. I'll be in touch to uh, pay up on our little wager, and I'll look forward to it, Mayor Scott. I appreciate the time today, and uh, we will talk to you again soon. Talk to you soon. All right, very good. That's Frank Scott Jr., Mayor of Little Rock, with an update and a uh, very magnanimous acceptance of his victory. Kudos to the mayor. <clears throat> Entertainment birthdays and a What the Hell segment. Special Thursday edition coming up after the break. It's 11.58. You're in the zone. Westmore, Justin Acre, Christian Weaver, all on Twitter. We've got our Southern Structural Solutions text line available to you, too, at 501 501- 661-1037, and the live fan feedback through our Listen Live button, brought to you by the Gangster Museum of America, right in the Spa City, along with the Hattery. So we'll be back in a moment, and we'll share your thoughts. And if you want to weigh in or win something, come on. Four by four vehicles are the multi-tools of the automotive world. They get us to work. They take the kids to school. They take us hunting. They take us to the great outdoors, to places away from the hustle of the world. Whatever task we give our pickup or SUV, we need it to be reliable, and we need to have it work when we need it to work. Mud Connection 4x4 in Little Rock has been modifying and servicing four-wheel drives for over 40 years. The mud